Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. You have a slightly frustrated podcast host because she went to edit her audio for the episode to go live today, and it was not there. (laughs) And so we are now re-recording because I'm really excited about what I was sharing with you guys, and I'm going to reshare here um, in this episode today. But, you know, it happens sometimes, and you just got to suck it up and keep going. So we are re-recording, and I'm excited about today's topic because I was chatting about it on Instagram recently, something I've been talking about a lot just offline as well or in my DMs a lot I get it's so funny I feel like women one of the biggest things we end up talking about is men and our relationships with men if you're straight obviously um and there's just so much confusion and frustration I have been there and I feel like I have gotten myself in a really good place I feel so great in my dating life right now and I'm not even dating that much to be honest I'm really happy single doing my thing. Um, But I'm having, you know, a fun date, casual experience here or there. And it's been really high vibe. And I feel like I'm in such a good energy around it. And, you know, sure, we all have our moments, something throws us off, whatever. But I end up bouncing back quickly. And I just feel really good. I feel really confident. I know what I want. I know who I am. um, And just have, it's been really flowing well. And I think there's a couple of key things that I locked in that have helped me get there. And so I want to dive into that with you today, but I also really want to dive into the if they wanted to, they would saying because it's there's so many conversations going on around that saying right now and I have a lot to say on it and it kind of ties into my five things that I'm sharing with you guys today to support you in just having your dating life feel more high vibe and flowy and feel good. So we're going to dive into that. But first, I wanted to, first of all, give you a little recap because last week's episode, my intro and little update time was before I went to Miami. And also, I decided I wanted to share my word of the year with you guys. We're going to start with that. Uh, I'm actually so excited for this. I was not going to share this because it honestly, it still makes me a little uncomfortable, but I feel like that's the sweet spot you want to be in is you want to be stretching yourself and pushing yourself to expand and reach for things that do feel a little bit like, wait, is this really possible for me? Am I really there yet? That's the vibe, you know, and that is what this word is for me. I kind of, when I chose it, I was like, I don't know, maybe this is like too good this is too much to ask for right now. Like maybe it's 2025. Um, Maybe I'm not ready for it yet. And then I was like, no, 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 no. This is not what we are about. This is not what I preach. This is not what I teach. This is not what I believe. And what I believe is that we can always create so much better than we even think. I believe 
that anything is possible for us, anything, and that we get to have a life that feels too good to be true. It gets to blow our mind and be amazing. And that really is what this word embodied for me and why I chose it. So you're probably wondering, what is your word? Uh, My word for 2024 is orgasmic. Yeah. (laughs) I went big. I went audacious. I went crazy amazing. I was like, no, I, I don't want this year to just be great. I have worked my ass off to get myself where I am internally, first and foremost. And I feel so good. And why not? Why would I not ask the universe for a year that just blows my mind, that is full of magic and miracles and just moments of like, oh my God, is this like actually my life? And I tell you guys, I chose this word and I've literally been experiencing this this year. I literally was sat down in the same spot I am right now on the floor in my room, looking up at the sky being like, oh my God, like, is this real? Is this really happening? I've had so many pinch me moments in the last couple of weeks. And I hope that me sharing this inspires you to dream bigger and believe in bigger for yourself because you deserve it. You deserve it. And I can tell you guys, the bigger I have dreamed and the more I have dared to ask for and hope to believe is possible for me, the more magical my life has gotten. Like at no point have I ever been like, oh man, like I asked for too much or I want too much. Like the only the only time I feel like that's maybe bit me in the butt a little bit is <laughs> for when I'm like pushing for huge things in a specific timeline like my vision board for 2023 if you attended my vision board party (laughs) I shared this and I was I put on I don't my 2023 vision board a second home guys I don't even own a first home (laughs) so that was a little unrealistic that is now my long-term vision board Um, and I'm creating vision boards for like goals that are crazy and cool and like hard to believe but like not like requiring me to like quantum leap 25 times in this year so because I'm looking for a little bit of a smoother gentler ride but that said I I want my life to feel amazing and that's not like this you know restrictive like deadline or hard um like I'm not attaching it to like milestones that could make it maybe feel a little bit just bumpy (laughs) because it's like requiring so fast of an up level and it really just Every time I've dared to hope for better, I've created better. And my life has just gotten more and more magical. So I, I hope that this, my purpose, you know, in all of my platforms is yes, to help you practically manifest your best version of yourself and life possible and to feel internally amazing and create amazing in your life. But I also am here to inspire you, to show you, to I am, it's my job to keep up leveling and creating better and better and more and more magical. So you see it's possible for you. And that's why I wanted to share this word because I I felt like keeping it to myself was just not really serving you guys. That's my word for the year. And I hope it inspires you to dream a little bigger and ask for a little more. And honestly, you know, if you are having trouble getting behind anything more than just, I just want to survive this year, I'm just, I'm sending you a hug. Know where you're at. Know where you're at. But also... I promise you, it can get better and it will get better if you continue to show up and try to believe and do this work and even just ask. To be honest, I ask, I've started asking more regularly, universe, like show me, 
show me what I need to do. Help me believe. Help me see. Help me see how things are working so that I can believe more because sometimes we we're human and it's hard for our brains to wrap themselves around these things being possible Um, especially if you've experienced a lot of trauma or abuse in your life it just it really puts you in a place of trying to create safety for yourself and that oftentimes involves playing small not asking for too much not allowing yourself to be fully seen shape-shifting conforming settling it's a survival mode that you're in And that's why healing is so important for manifestation. It's really hard to manifest amazing things and to manifest powerfully if you're in this state of needing to create safety for yourself. So if you, if that's where you are, if you're kind of like, that's nice for you. (laughs) I just want to survive this year. But there's some little party that's like, man, I kind of wish that was possible for me. Maybe there's even a part of you that feels resentful towards people sharing how great their lives are or amazing their lives are. Focus on your healing. Focus on taking care of yourself, loving yourself, nurturing yourself, because the more you get yourself into a stable place, the more you are going to be able to start to open up your heart and mind to believing in things being amazing and magical and feel good and flowy. Be patient with yourself. It takes time sometimes, but the more you stick with this work, the more you will start to see that amazing things really are possible for you. I'm no better than you. I'm no better than anybody. And all of these other spiritual teachers and manifestation teachers and coaches or whatever, none of them are better than anybody. There's no like secret hidden key. There's principles that work. And above all else, tapping into your personal power and realizing you are capable of anything, believing in yourself. You have everything you need inside of you to create anything you want. You really do. But sometimes we're not able to access it because we've been so damaged. And once we start to really heal and learn how to regulate our nervous system and become emotionally available to ourselves, we start handling more difficult things that help us to really up-level. That's when we can really start to up-level because we're starting to feel more safe. We're starting to trust ourselves and the universe more. We're starting to not be in a constant state of seeking out safety. And a lot of the things we want lie on the other side of our comfort zone. But if you don't know how to get to the other side of your comfort zone because you've been so traumatized and safety is your nervous system and your brain's number one priority, it's just really hard to do the things and make the changes to create better for yourself. So that's my recommendation if you're just starting out um, or you're just kind of like struggling to get behind something so big or amazing. Pick something that stretches you with where you're at but isn't going to make you feel like discouraged or disappointed or overwhelmed. And that's what I did with my word for this year. Last year was really hard, but also really magical. And it's funny because I started the magical human experience last year. And I remember being like, is my life magical enough to call it this? Like, I don't know. Like, like, cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to falsely advertise anything. (laughs) And I was kind of like really questioning, like, is my life magical enough? And then I was like, it is, but it's also becoming that more and more. And I, it's so funny how I was able to get behind it when I started this show. And that really ended up being what I would describe 2023 as. It was magical, even, even despite all of the hardness. I mean, the universe was like, you want a second home? Well, buckle up, bitch, because you got a lot of, lot of healing and up-leveling and stepping into your power that needs to happen between now and then. So you can create the things to help you call in that level of 
wealth and abundance but it, it happened like I up leveled and grew so much in 2023 I feel so stable so secure and you know what's really cool I actually so deeply believe and I'm just so sure now that my life is going to just keep getting better and better and more amazing and I'm just going to keep growing and up leveling like I just know and it's something I doubted for so long I dealt with so much imposter syndrome so much imposter syndrome and self-doubt and just didn't even like myself most of my life, let alone trust myself and believe in myself and believe in what I could create. And now it's just this quiet knowledge. And that is kind of the frequency that I am operating from. And so I am taking risks. Like the people I pitched in the last month or two, the opportunities, the money I charged, like past me never would have done that. But there's this quiet, confident belief in myself now and I am creating so much better from that. And it really is from the trauma healing, which then led to really supporting myself with my mindset and then working on my relationship with myself and then stepping into my power and then and fine-tuning my manifestation practice. Like it kind of all goes hand in hand, but it's kind of a, a journey from, from traumatized to then stable to then powerful to then just magical abundant exciting just all the amazing sparkly bright things um that's kind of the trajectory and wherever you are on it trust your process trust your timing don't compare yourself to anybody else compare yourself to where you were last year or two years ago you're only working with yourself and you're only trying to support yourself in growing and up leveling in the ways that feel good to you it doesn't have to look like how I up level or how somebody else up levels like truly it's about what you want what feels magical to you and that could be extremely different and the complete opposite of what feels magical to me I'm so grateful for this work because it truly has it truly has paid off and I just things feel so full circle right now and I'm just so excited to see where the year is going to go speaking of where the year is going to go I loved my trip to Miami so much and I don't know you guys I had dinner with a friend in December and she was like you need to move to Miami Miami is so you and I was like lol nah because <laughs> I thought of South Beach when I thought of Miami I really was thinking of like this touristy kind of I don't know a little grunge a little ratchet a little cheap depending on what area you're in that's what I thought of Miami and on this trip I got to experience so much culture and art and fine dining and just city vibes health vibes a lot of stuff that really is me um, I also as much as I love LA and I that's what I really thought that I wanted to go back to LA something was just not clicking with it and I was frustrated because I was like I'm telling people I'm going back to LA and it feels right it feels better than New York because that's what I thought I was going to do was go back to New York and I was like, I just want to know where I'm going to be. I want to know. And then I just released it in, you know, December because I was like, I just, I don't know for sure. And it's okay for me to be like, I think I'm going back to LA, but I don't know. And I was open on this trip. I'm, I'm at a point where I'm very clear on what I want. But again, and <laughs> this actually is going to come up in this episode. I'm not attached to the specifics. I'm attached to what I actually want and the essence of it. And I really want to be somewhere warm with water, blue water and palm trees and beaches where I can be outside almost every day. I can walk and run. That's so important to me in feeling my best and showing up my best. But I also want to be close to family. It was a lot thinking of being across the country again from my parents and the flights are a lot more expensive than from Philly to Miami. And it's just a lot longer. It's harder. I really didn't see them as much as I would have liked. Um, and 
this just feels so much better to think about being on the same coast. You can get a flight for 70 bucks. My mom would totally come down to see me on her own. And she she was not open to doing that for LA. It overwhelmed her. And my dad is having a surgery in February. That's pretty serious. There's just a lot of reasons that I really want to be close. My, my relationship, like my relationship with my parents has gotten so good. And you know, if you followed my story and journey, you know, it was really bad for a while. We grew up in a, it was really the culture. They did the best they could as most parents do. Um, but it was very damaging. A lot of just trauma and abuse that came from the upbringing, so much shame and judgment and just people pleasing, self-abandonment, codependency, uh, really, I didn't have a good relationship with them. Um, especially once I started standing up for myself and, disagreeing with things and that was something that pained me so much in my 20s I just really wanted a relationship with them I love them so much and we started therapy this fall and my relationship is the best it ever has been it honestly feels so good we really aren't having problems we're able to communicate well and that is something that I it's such a precious thing to me and I want to be able to enjoy that and you know they're getting older they're in their 70s and I want to be close. So I that is just what's feeling good to me right now. I obviously need to go down. I'm going to try to do a two to three week stay down there and just really get more of a feel for like living there, like being in an apartment, cook for myself, you know, find a gym to go to or use class pass, like just kind of experience living as well as explore areas, see if there is an area that I prefer, find an apartment. You know, there's still a lot of ducks to get in a row for that to happen. Um, and I'm not like saying it's for sure or anything, but I was pretty surprised. It felt really good. And you know what's really cool, you guys? <laughs> I was down there and I actually ended up going on a couple of dates, which I was really not looking for or expecting. I was like, this is a trip with my mom and some really cool just things happened and came out of the blue. Um, and I had a really great time. But the one guy I was hanging out with, he was like, I forget how it came up, but he just shared with me. I think we were just talking about Miami. I was asking him why he liked Miami. Um, and he shared that Miami is called the magic city. And I was like, wait, my podcast is the magical human experience. I'm all about creating a magical life. Like I probably should live in the magic city. (laughs) Like that would really be fitting. So I don't know. Stay tuned. That's my little update. I promised I would check in after the trip. It felt good. It felt right. It feels aligned. Um, So that's what I'm heading towards. And if the universe has better or redirects me, so be it. But um, that's the trajectory. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, So we've got the exciting word. We've got the exciting update. And now let's get into the conversation that I wanted to dive into today. If they wanted to, they would. Because I have thoughts. I think that there is a lot of truth. I think it's missing something and I think it's also used in a very toxic way and okay so let's start off with the true part of if they wanted to they would if they wanted to it's missing if they were able to or ready to they would they absolutely would I shared on Instagram I've had men fly across the country to spend time with me just to spend time with me not in a relationship literally to get to know me when they want to They do. And I am not saying you need to have a man fly across the country for you. I don't need a man to fly across the country for me. It's not something I ask for. It's not something I require. Um, I'm going to dive into that. So I think if you need these grand gestures, there's a problem. Um, But I just, I have been blown away by when I am in a relaxed energy, I'm unattached. I'm just being me and shining as my little authentic self. When a man is ready and able and interested, he shows the fuck up. 
And this is my, I just have had so many conversations lately with women frustrated about men not asking them out on a date or not texting consistently or not showing up in ways that are very healthy and reasonable to expect. And I just, I have been there. I am not speaking from a place of better than thou ever, ever. I hope you guys know that. I'm speaking of a place of I have suffered and (laughs) I found a better way. And so here is the better way. It's, he's not your man. He's not for you if he is not showing up in the way that you want. He would if he wanted to and he was able to. And you don't want anybody who doesn't want to or isn't able to. I'm sorry. You just don't. You deserve better. If you are able to show up and you want to show up and you are showing up, you deserve somebody who is doing the same back for you. And I just had this revelation recently from a conversation with a friend where I was like, I think as women, we 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 make our lists and I am so guilty of this and I changed this over the last couple of months I kind of touched on it a little bit in my episode on dating with Ruhi and Archita um where we talked about like if they wanted to they would but we're going to get into that a little bit more because that's my first piece of advice for you guys I I really think that women we forget that part of that list we make is how they show up it's like I've done this and I know so many women who have done this where it's like they're everything. They have, you know, the same, I don't know, love languages or they have everything on my list, whether it's physical, emotional, um, spiritual, locational. uh, What's the word for job? Vocational. (laughs) Uh, Whatever it might be, like this guy checks off everything on your list and you're like, he's everything. And I'm like, well, but how he shows up, how he pursues you, that should also be on your list. That's also part of the list. And if he's not checking that box, he ain't it. There's a box missing. So he's not your person. Your person checks all of the boxes. And again, I am not super attached to specifics. Like it's always this or something better. But when it comes to your deep desires and needs, I think it's important to make sure that they're checking those boxes and not you're not settling. And I just, I really encourage you to make that be on your list, how they show up. Are they coming correctly? Are they matching your interest and your effort and your ability to show up, your readiness? They need to match that. And if they're not, they're either not interested in you or they're just not there yet. Like I I heard this recently online. I forget if it was TikTok or Instagram, but a woman was like, a man will literally marry whoever is in front of him when he is ready. And I actually thought back on my past experiences and it's so true. I remember there was a guy in high school who we really liked each other. We never dated. I wasn't really allowed to date at that age. But um, he was just in love, head over heels. But we went to different colleges and I, when I went to, I was a year behind him. And when I went to the college, I went to Patrick Henry I kind of was like out of that super, I was like the most conservative Christian sect you could probably be in. Um, Like we weren't allowed to go to movie theaters. Uh, It was really crazy. And the, this college was like the most liberal Christian college I was allowed to go to. Still highly conservative, you know, no sex before marriage, had to wear skirts, secular music wasn't really allowed or appreciated. I I guess actually they did listen to some secular music at the college, but where I grew up, we were not allowed to listen to any music that was not Christian or classical. Broadway was okay um but it was like just to paint a picture for you like it was I wasn't allowed to go to the dances at the school I wasn't allowed to dance um even though it was like swing dances with chaperones um in college like 
that this is the kind of level of and I'm not trying to make fun you know if this is something you you resonate with I am not trying to take it away from you but I just didn't find it healthy it was very damaging to me I don't think that living this way really is supportive of being a healthy individual and having a healthy place in an interaction with the world my personal opinion um but he went to a college that was really aligned with the really conservative churches that we were in. And I went to this slightly more liberal college. And I just remember my eyes were opened up and I was like, wow, like these people are more normal and like they seem healthier and less judgmental. I mean, there was still a lot of judgment and stuff and there were still arguments about Arminianism versus Calvinism and just like, you know, just there's so many things that people argue about. But when it comes to like doctrines and scriptures and, you know, I don't like the arrogance where people are like my way or the highway. I think, how do we know? It's all interpretation and we're all doing the best we can. Um, but there was a lot of, a lot of <laughs> stuff like that, but it was better. It was less judgment than I was experienced. Cause like, I just remember like all the women would be like, oh, her skirt was like above her ankles. And like, it was just this toxic, petty dynamic in the churches where everybody was judging everybody else. Oh, they went to the movies. They saw something that was PG. I just remember they were less like that at this college um, and a lot more nice and a lot more healthy and a lot less judgmental. And it really resonated with me. And I was like, oh, I was like, I want to go this way. Like this feels better to me. And I remember when he came back in the summer, he actually sat down and talked to my parents because in this culture, um, the guys had to ask permission to date the daughter and um, it was called courting, technically not really dating. Um, and he, I remember that he had, he had asked to date me and I had said no. And then it was like the next summer and he came back and he was ready to propose to another girl at this, the conservative college he was at. And he wanted to make sure that there was no possibility that I would be open to him before he proposed to this girl. And this, I like thought of that when I was listening to this TikTok and I was like, oh my God, like it really is about, like it really is about readiness. And like they will marry somebody that is not their like ultimate love just because they're ready and they want to get married. Like, I don't know. It was kind of crazy to me. And it just made me realize that readiness has a lot more to do with it than I think we give credit for. And I think this is something that we as women do. We take things so personally. And I am working on being better about this. But just because a guy is not that interested in you or a guy is not ready to commit to something or be in something serious doesn't mean you are not a gem and an amazing person that brings so much to the table. And I get that it sure it stings a bit but you've got to come back to and this is where a relationship with yourself comes into play you've got to come back to building yourself up and coming back to validating yourself and how amazing and great you are and trusting that if it's not them it's somebody better better aligned not that they're a bad person maybe they are you, you, I don't know but we go to this kind of unhealthy place where we just we take it so personally and then we like get mad at the guy and like attack the guy and put the guy down and trash him and it's like it really isn't one person is better than the other or one person is bad and one person is good it's really just misalignment and I've had just so much more of a clean energy with dating when I'm able to be in this place and I've been able to just get there quicker and quicker like sure you know if you have a couple of great dates with a guy and you're excited and then it's like no follow through or follow up. It's a bummer. And, you know, I sit with myself where I'm like a little annoyed and sad. And then I'm like, okay, this doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. It just wasn't a good enough fit. You know, I'm not what they're looking for or they're just not ready. They're not in that place where they're ready to take action and get into something serious and committed. 
And either way, thank thank you, universe. Thank you, God. <laughs> I don't want anything that's not meant for me. And I think we'll just, we'll serve ourselves so much more if we can get to this neutral place where it's not about blaming or good or bad or better or worse. It's just about its misalignment. And that's really what it is. If they're not showing up for you, it's a misalignment. But that explains it, right? Like we do this thing as women where we like try to figure it out. Like why isn't he doing it? And if you're able to do that, and figure out why, you know, like with your girlfriends, like we all do it. Oh, he's talking to somebody else, whatever the reason might be. It might explain why he's not pursuing you, but it doesn't excuse it in the sense that you should not be settling for that. And I'm preaching to the choir here. Like if they're not pursuing you correctly and properly in the way that you need and desire, like I maybe I shouldn't use the word correct because it's not about correct. It's about alignment. It's about what you need and like and makes you feel pursued and loved and valued. On to the next. And this is really why it's so important to say, to stay unattached and in released energy with what you're manifesting because otherwise we get so attached to the thing and then we're like resentful and angry when it's not becoming ours and happening the way we want. And it's like the universe has something better. This is not for you. And you're only hurting yourself by trying to settle on your needs and shape shift and need less and be okay with breadcrumbs for somebody who's just not showing up the way you need so if they wanted to and were able to they would and if they're not it's not in alignment and you need to let it go now the caveats that I wanted to dive into on this this can be used in a toxic way when people are codependent and not in a good place within themselves and they are expecting men to do things that are really not reasonable I think you need to check your expectations. Your needs and desires are valid, but also are your needs and desires coming from trauma? Are you really trying to trauma bond with somebody, not actually date them? Because I have been there. My last relationship, which, wow, it's crazy. I think it's been over for almost a year now. Um, We were totally a trauma bond. And once we finally healed and kind of unpacked that, like we realized that chemistry and romance that was there in the beginning was really just trauma and the addiction to the emotional highs and lows and all of that jazz. And that's not what I want. I'm really creating healthy relationships in my life from a place of personal power. And it's so much better than the trauma bonds where you like need the other person and you're reliant on them and it's codependent and like you're not okay on your own. It just my friendships, I enjoy them now. I don't need people to do things for me. Like sure, we have needs. We need community. But it's like I don't need them to feel okay in my day-to-day life, to feel loved, to feel wanted, to have feel like I have a purpose in life. And that's where it gets really unhealthy. And And when people are coming from that place, their expectations are oftentimes not healthy. And I had to learn this. There was expectations I had. Some of it was healthy and just based on my love languages and needs. But some of it, especially like the needing to text all day every day it's more of a security blanket than it actually is fostering authentic connection um you shouldn't need to be attached to each other via text message in my opinion you also shouldn't be expecting a man to like drop his life for you and make you his number one priority when you've known each other for three weeks it's just not healthy and you know, even going to the grand gestures thing, like the guys flying across the country, 
if I was needing and expecting men to make these like grand gestures of romance to me to know that they love me and to feel pursued and if they don't I'm like well if they wanted to they would that's me not being healed inside that's me needing this extreme form of validation and being chosen way too early if somebody is choosing you so quickly I'm I mean I have heard stories from coaches I really look up to and respect where they just knew really fast I'm not saying that's not possible but nine times out of ten unless you're like really healed and in a really good place internally and you know that most of the time if stuff is going super fast it's love bombing and it's most likely trauma bonding and toxic and you're more addicted to the chemicals of it than anything else so just be careful you know I don't believe in shame or judgment in any of this stuff if you're like ah this might be me I might be doing this do not shame or judge yourself give yourself a hug it's so normalized in our society like you don't know better till you know better and then when you know better you can start to work to do better but I'm just sharing because I've been in these places and I've done these things and I've had all the toxic stuff and I'm so 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 glad to be in a different place now and to be having healthy interactions healthy expectations healthy dynamics I feel so like good and stable on my own like I don't have that it's like this like almost like addiction that we get sometimes to dating or relationships where we like need a person and the validation and it feels really good to not need that and to have it just be a cherry on top. Um, So that would be my caveat with the whole if they wanted to they would. Make sure what you're saying if they wanted to about is something that's actually a healthy reasonable expectation for somebody to do Um, and it's not coming from your past trauma and wounding that gave you attachment stuff. So Okay, just to kind of like wrap this up and leave you guys with some takeaways that are hopefully easily applicable and helpful for you in your dating life. Number one, stop dissecting and investigating and wondering and trying to figure out why they're doing what they're doing. Ruhi dropped this little gem in our episode. If you missed my episode with Ruhi and Archita, they're two really good friends of mine that are so wise and we've helped each other so much with dating and we talked about dating and just shared a lot of things that we've learned in episode 39. It went live in December. But she shared this and it was something I wanted to expand on in this episode because it really has saved me so much emotional and mental energy and just frustration. I've stopped spending so much time trying to figure out why because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter why. It really doesn't matter why they're not showing up for you or for me. Like, What matters is that they're not. And am I okay with that? That is my new question. Am I okay with how they're showing up? Not why are they showing up the way they're showing up? So if you can make that shift and be patient with yourself, it might take time, but start being less concerned about the why behind these men's actions and behind the guy's actions and start really focusing on does it work for you? And this is really how you stay in a place of power with dating. You stay committed to what you need and want and you're good without anybody else. And you're really just like, does this work for me? Is this a line for me? Is this what I want? And it really makes such a difference. Number two is to be authentic. It is so important to be your authentic self for so many reasons, but you can't manifest what you actually want and need if you're not being your authentic self, if you're hiding yourself, if you're shape-shifting, if you're trying to 
match this other person and be chosen by them, you're blocking what you actually want and you actually deserve to be chosen and loved for who you are. I feel so free in my life right now. I am so just myself. I don't, I mean, I, I worry and get anxious sometimes a little social anxiety here or there, little anxiety on the dates that I go on, but it's so much less than it used to be. And I end up just being like, okay, this is normal. There's this little fear that comes up from us being a human and our primal brain wants to protect us. And acceptance is safety to the brain, right? Like herd mentality. If you were not accepted by the herd, you were stuck on your own and we're probably going to get eaten by the wolves or something. And there's still this part of us that's instinctual that we want to be accepted and liked. And that makes us feel safe. But this is where emotional availability comes in. I'm able to check in with myself and sit with these difficult emotions and process and release them and then do the hard things that I want to do that will get me what I want in life anyway because I'm emotionally available to myself and I've built trust with myself. This is what lets you be authentic and keep the space for anything that's not aligned with that. I am so loved and accepted for who I am by the people in my life and I can't imagine living the way I used to ever again. I used to call myself a chameleon and be proud of it because I could like blend in with any social group or circle. And I'm like, ah, no, like I, I didn't know who I was. That's not a good goal. That's not something to be proud of. What I'm proud of now is I'm more and more able to really stay in my own energy and share my authentic self and energy with whatever person or group I'm with and not like morph into them or match their energy or just shape shift for them. You know what I mean? So I, and it really has helped me magnetize the things that are right for me because I'm no longer trying to make things work. It's kind of a form of forcing. And I just, the more I stick with being authentic and focusing on what's aligned with my authentic self, the more my life has gotten easy and flowy and high vibe and feel good. Number three is be committed to the end goal and not the iteration. And I've talked about this, but what I mean by this is I am so committed to what I'm calling in. I am calling in this passionate, romantic man who's in his healthy masculine energy. He's a leader. He's confident. He's strong. He's soft. He's emotionally available. There is a whole list in one of my notebooks of the man I'm calling in. And I am so committed to him and I am not, it helps you really not be committed to. And I'm not committed to these men I'm dating or have gone on dates with. It's so much easier to stay unattached to specific people when you're really committed to what you want. And it makes it easier to let go of the people that aren't aligned and to just have fun and relax and enjoy dating and the experience of meeting new people. I'm not so anxious to attach, which I'm going to speak more on that specifically in my fifth point. But Be committed to what you want and what you're calling in, not to the specific job, the specific person, the specific place, the specific apartment, whatever it might be. It will make things flow so much better for you and it will allow the universe to bring you what's truly meant for you because we block ourselves when we attach to the things that are not what we want, that are not actually meant for us long term and they're just meant to help us learn more about ourselves, become more of a match for what we want. Maybe they're meant sometimes to help the other person. You never know. But we end up attaching to specifics a lot of the time. I've been guilty of this in the past. And the more I don't do that, the quicker I up-level actually. Because I learn my lessons quicker and I'm available for better faster. Number four is to be honest with yourself. (laughs) And this is hard. 
it really is hard. It's something I've been working on with myself a lot, but it's it's tough, guys. Like I have to really work on this with myself sometimes. As much as I am in such an abundant mindset most of the time, I coach on this stuff. You know, we all are humans and being honest with yourself is one of the best forms of self-love and signs of maturity you can possibly exhibit. It's so easy, especially if you're getting close to what you're manifesting, to settle. To be like, oh, well, he's like almost everything or he's like almost this. And like especially, as I mentioned earlier, to do that and like, oh, well, he's like all the things. He's just maybe he'll show up better, you know, after he's through this busy season or he's a lot going at work or his, you know, friends are in town or whatnot. If they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to text you, they would. They would prioritize you in a healthy way. And just being honest with myself when somebody is really not everything I want, even though I'm excited I'm excited to call in my life partner. I'm excited to start building a family. I'm excited about those things, but I have to be really honest with myself and not settle. So I just wanted to put that in there because I know it's hard, but it really, really, really serves you so much when you're able to just be really brutally honest with yourself about the people in front of you and if they're showing up in the way that you need and if they really are the things that you want and need. And then to go into trust around anything you let go, that's something Better and more aligned always comes when we let go of something that isn't it. And then last, be securely attached to yourself. And this is probably the most impactful thing that I have done in terms of feeling good dating. I really have built a secure attachment with myself through building this relationship with myself, becoming emotionally available to myself, stepping into my power, doing these things you just, you trust yourself. You know you have your own back. You're giving yourself the things that you really need. You're choosing yourself. You're validating yourself. You're showing up for yourself. And when you get to that point with yourself, you don't need another person. You want them and they're a cherry on top, but you feel stable and secure within yourself. And when you are at that point, you can choose from a place of power instead of a place of need and that has been the ultimate game changer because every other relationship I've been in in my life I have gotten into from a place of need I wasn't feeling good enough within myself I needed the love I needed the validation I needed the security stability I needed to be chosen I was very much an anxious attachment in a lot of my past relationships and building this secure relationship with myself has really changed that drastically I just, I don't need it. I don't need the man to do those things or be those things for me because I'm doing it for myself first. And so he can really show up and just pour in love. And it can just be this expansive thing that just, it does feel too good to be true. And it does feel amazing. And it feels high vibe and it feels flowy. There's such a difference between loving somebody because you need them and loving somebody because you want them. And vice versa. So so yeah. So those are my things that I wanted to encourage you with. Obviously if you want support in any of these things. Especially building emotional availability with yourself. Stepping into your power. Releasing. Helping yourself through the difficult emotions that come up when we are doing the things that help us get the things we want. Facing the fear. Facing the discomfort. Facing the rejection. Facing the change. If you're looking for support in learning how to manifest, how to up-level quickly, how to really do the healing and cognitive rewiring that helps you vibrate from a place of stability and trust 
and abundance. I'm here to help and support you. I would love to support you if it feels aligned. I have linked everything below in my show notes. I have a discovery call, which is a quick little call if you just want to meet me and ask some questions about the program. I also have a first time one-off call. It's a 75-minute session where we can actually do some coaching and you can try out coaching with me to see if it is a fit for you. Or if you want to sign up for the program, I have my four-month coaching program and I will have and I will have all of those linked below. If you have any questions about anything, you can always email me, you can always DM me. Always down to chat about this stuff with you guys in my DMs and yeah, I hope this episode was really expansive and encouraging and supportive for you guys in first of all just being able to stretch a bit more and dream a bit bigger for what's possible for yourself and then also for just navigating dating better because I know I know how stressful and heavy it can be and frustrating and the more you get good within yourself and really have a healthy stable relationship with yourself the more dating just becomes a lot smoother and easier and you attract better. So I really hope these things are helpful and would love to hear how you apply them to your life and how they impact you. If you have any, if you experience any changes or shifts that really help you have different results, manifest the man of your dreams, whatever it is. I love hearing how my episodes impact you guys and how you apply them and what results you get. It really makes my day. So please come say hi, share, and I will see you guys next week.